Hey, everybody. Welcome to What Are You Doing in Denmark, the podcast where we talk to some of the coolest people in Denmark about what they're doing here. You're listening to part two of our time with Ira Sylvester, and I am your host, Derek. And I'm co-host Mike, and we are excited to have Ira with us on the show. And let's see. So far, we learned that Mike and Ira are BFFs. Um, we quizzed Ira on the cost of a bunch of different items based on the bank error that told him he spent almost 7,000 British pounds on KFC, but he won a bucket of KFC for winning that game, and he's currently eating the KFC right now. So obviously, KFC is something that you've not only won here today, but mm -hmm. is something that's been a passion of yours. Is there any other, I guess, well, passion, passion pleasure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks, it looks like a passion. Uh, I love chicken. I guess, is there anything else you miss? You've been in Denmark now for three years, basically. Is there anything else that like is of, of home, food, that you, you kind of miss, that you, just, you can't wait to go back and get a taste of when you go back to the UK? Mm. Mm. As I ask you with a mouthful of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and I think first and foremost is the quality of the cocaine in this country. <laughs> back home, it's really pristine, you know. It's yeah. just, it's, oh, I do miss that. Place. <laughs> um, Actually, yeah. Uh, when I do visit back home, it's it's one of the major things that I do is uh, fish and chips mm. um, because they don't really do that in this country mm -mm. Um, at all. By the way, thanks for saying that I won the chicken because otherwise it looks like I brought my own. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was it was there was a contest and you won it fair and square. You you went three and zero. So boom. Um, yeah. First of all, uh, fish and chips. Mm. Uh, second of all, uh, Indian food. Mm. Um, we've got such a massive Indian community oh, yeah. in, um, well, the UK generally, but also specifically in London, where I know that like England's known for like having low quality food. However, there is also some of the best food I would argue on the planet in London. Quite yeah. specifically, there are some amazing restaurants, and the Indian food. Like this is one place near my mum's called Darba Forty Nine, and it's just. Every time I go back, I, I want that specifically. So yeah, Indian food, fish and chips. You, they don't really do uh, pies here in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like for us, like getting like a Cornish pasty, uh, Cornish pasty, where you got like kind of uh, steak and ale like pies that like very like handheld. Mm -hmm. You normally get them when you're going on a train trip somewhere. So like if I was yeah. going up to my nan's in Essex, and you get one on the way and. I miss those because that's not really a, a thing here. Mm -mm. Yeah. No, it's hard. It's hard to have like a smub uh, open face sandwich yeah, you, in yeah. the same way as how a proper do you eat pie. An open sandwich while walking while, while on a train. Yeah. Right. It's like also, all like, the inconvenience. It's all the inconvenience of an actual meal. Right. Um. But the size of a sandwich. Yeah. So, you know, it's just right. inconvenient, but not for that long. Also, so. blows my mind. Like every meal here is done with fork and knife like i'll never forget yeah. like one of the early times when i first started working here in the canteen they had like a taco day for lunch and like two of the danes at my table ate tacos with a fork and knife and i'm like you realize this is like, it's literally built for a hand like 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 no 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 yeah, make sure you say not every dane because there will be somebody i'm sure people takes, understand takes, taco takes but. umbrance with uh that classification but yeah but no literally there's fork a and fork and knife for fork and knife tacos yeah like if you're not going to eat a taco with your hands, just go completely handless, full stop, and just eat it out of a bowl like a dog. Like right, just got face plant down. Exactly. Into, this is very, it's very not, eatable. Yeah, yeah. I would exactly. Do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely get the uh, the Indian too. Like you know, 
we have decent Indian in the U.S. because mm. again, you know, we we do have an immigrant, have Indian immigrant community, Indian people community. Yeah, I don't want anyone called Yen's making my <laughs> pakora. Oh no, <laughs> you don't know what you're doing, Yen. How's the butter <laughs> chicken, Yen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Chinese food too, because American Chinese food. I didn't learn this until recently, as far as basically, well, until I lived in Europe. But American Chinese food is different, <laughs> like. It's actually not Chinese food. They don't eat it in China. Oh, yeah. But they basically invented dishes for the American palate. Palate. Uh, you know. Quite similar to Indian food in Britain. Like, right. for example, chicken tikka masala isn't a uh, naturally Indian dish. No, naturally. Authentically. Yeah, it's not an authentic dish. Yeah. It was like you have masala sauce and you have chicken tikka, and then people in Britain were like, oh, let's put them together. And, um, <laughs> I think it was made in Birmingham or something <laughs> like that, where it's just like, yeah. <laughs> no, but like American, like, like, like uh, General So Chicken, for example, yeah. was invented in America for Americans. Like, there's no, yeah, there, there was never, there is no General So, so there is, but it is freaking delicious. And we go so back good. to the states. That is my go-to. I don't care that it's not authentic. It is damn good. Just you know, we don't have that in Britain at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, I've heard like because American media is yeah, you get oh, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You always hear this like, oh, General So's chicken <laughs> joke. Yep. Something about him like, oh, he. I, I don't know how the joke goes, but I've heard it a thousand times where they go like, oh, he's not brave. Everyone knows that General So's chicken. Like, oh, oh. Like, it's a good dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. Good is a strong word, but yeah. <laughs> it, it is a it, dad joke. It is a joke. Yeah. Then again, I guess Some dad like jokes are supposed to be inherently not, <laughs> not funny yeah. right they're they're ironically funny not yeah. actively funny yeah. yeah well some people think that dad jokes are overrated but i thought we could talk about different things in the u.s uk and danish things that are potentially overrated and we're going to discuss which ones are and which ones aren't yeah the first one we'll put on the table here is going to be the consummate american city new york city do you mm-hmm. find new york city overrated underrated or properly rated uh i actually went there uh and it's a pretty cool city yeah. um it's kind of the same as london like in terms of like the vibe the speed at pe- which people live their lives the kind of the fact that you've actually got a metro system i think new york is properly rated however i did my own personal experience, things closed really early, but I'm mm. not sure if that's just because me and my mom didn't know our way around. So when we were uh. trying to find dinner at like 10.30 at night and everything looked like it was closed. But I can imagine there are places in New York that are open as opposed to in like Denmark, for example, where if it's past 10, you're not, you're not get, getting food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. unless getting, it's like a Donut or McDonald's and that's it. Yeah. But in London, you can go to a restaurant at 10.30. Yep. Like, there are places that close at like 12. I imagine it's the same in New York. So I feel like... I think it's probably rated. rated. Yeah. Well, we say that New York never sleeps, but we didn't tell you that it also never eats. So after yeah. <laughs> after ten, it stops eating. Yeah. But uh, it, is, it 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 is. I like I like New York. I, I think, think um you know as uh and I think that this exists the the mentality exists definitely in Denmark towards Copenhagen. But I think like as somebody who didn't grow up in New York, I sometimes I'm like uh yeah well like Philadelphia where I come from is also a cool city or mm-hmm. you know I think people do generally only if they're going to travel overseas to the U S like. Basically, mm. New York is mm. the only place where everybody's been, and right. then these other yeah. smaller cities that aren't too far away. It's got that dreamlike state to it, you know. It's just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to run away and live in New York or right. like New like, York, Paris, and London. I feel like are those kind of places. Like, yes. I'm going to go to London, make it. I'm going to live in Paris and live the life. I'm going to go to New York and become someone. Like, like concrete it. jungle where dreams are made. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the songs about the New York. York. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I, sure people go like, I'm going to go to Delaware. <laughs> Right, like I will say. So I grew up in the same state as New York, but nowhere near. I grew up closer to Canada, and like oh, I said, so yeah, like growing 
up. I know. Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, the, but like growing up, I would say New York is overrated because it's like, ah. Oh, but like as I've grown older, like I've come to appreciate and enjoy New yeah. York. So I think, mm-hmm. so, you know, young me would have said overrated, current me. Properly rated. I'd say properly and situationally overrated, but I, do. I agree. I do like so, New York. Yeah. Like New York style pizza. Mm. I feel like that was slightly overrated. I feel like it's, it's okay. The same. It's the same. It's not, it's that, not different. that different. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. It's not that special. Yeah. So uh, the UK Spice Girls, overrated or underrated? What do you think? Oh, I'm going to say as I've learned more about like their story, I think they're actually underrated surprisingly because they... They're, they turn out to, be, out to be amazing businesswomen. They turn out to kind of turn the whole like made-for-TV pop group on its head and took control of things. I think probably in the time, it's like, oh, it's just another pop group, whatever else. I think they're actually underrated, and they are icons, and they started an entire era of not just music, but society. Mm. I think that was a really, really well-thought-out <laughs> answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I do kind of, I kind of, I do agree with you, but... My opinion towards the Spice Girls is very much like they are the most impressive people that I could think of that I genuinely would not care if they died in a fire. <laughs> like, I get that too. Yeah. It's I like, get that well too. done. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that I totally get. Yeah, I'm saying underrated. I, you know, I think that I think that they're wonderful. I think that yeah, they they had a, a really uh, nice cultural moment, and mm. you know, I'm I, I didn't grow up as close to the epicenter of Spice World uh, as being in the UK might have been a little bit obnoxious, but I can't say posh Spice is a bit annoying. Uh, mm. Like they're like well done to the business acumen or yeah. whatever, but like the whole posh and Beck thing is uh, everywhere. Uh, all the time. <laughs> oh, the like, tabloids you know, have to love it. Oh, a massive. Like you know when like Harry not uh, when Harry and Meghan got married mm. and everyone was talking about what Dave and uh, David yeah. and Posh were wearing. It's like I don't care about the royals. Full stop. I definitely don't care about what the attendees were wearing. Like, <laughs> well, speaking of uh, royals, uh, I, I'm not Danish, but I'll do the Danish uh, things that may or may not be overrated. What do you guys think about the Danish royals? Uh, I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, like they seem really down to earth, and I also massively respect that uh, the Queen recently has like taken away titles from a bunch of the princes and princesses and all that lot because they were getting state money and they were like yo you you don't do anything you're just like vaguely related to us you shouldn't be getting taxpayer money and i do respect that that's say i mean she should have also taken away from the rest of the royals if she really wanted to but like at the same time it's maybe i would have asked for more but it's a step in the right direction and Mm -hmm. i respect that you know I agree. I think they're under because we hear so much about like the British royals all over, yeah. and it's all tabloid drama and whatever else. Like yeah. they're just super nice, yeah. And like, yeah. but they actually are like professional. Like I love that like the Queen like designed costumes yeah. for like a movie on Netflix right. now and for illustrated books. Illustrated books. All these like, things. Like, yeah. like she actually is a talented person right. more than just somebody who just you know waves. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. She needed a fallback plan. I, oh, I no. guess so. In case the Queen it. thing didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I mean, when I think about like our royals. Like the UK royals, mm-hmm. I mean, what do they really do? I mean, Prince Andrew is. Oh, let's not talk about what he does. <laughs> yeah, like we, we don't need to talk about what he does, but like he, what he does is problematic. Yeah. The Queen herself, I mean, she's actually got an engineering degree, um, mm. so maybe she used that to cut Diana's brakes. But beyond <laughs> that, it's like she doesn't really do anything. Um, Prince Harry, honestly, before he got married to Meghan, the only thing I knew about him is that he dressed up as a Nazi for Halloween. Right, yeah, right. everyone was talking everyone about hated it. Him. And Philip, I mean, besides lose his hair, I don't know if he actually does anything. No. Like, he's just there. Well, not anymore. Right. <laughs> I, I don't, I genuinely don't know what he's doing. I mean, I honestly have no idea. He's dead. 
Prince, oh wait, Prince Philip. Sorry, I'm thinking oh, of William. William. Oh yeah, William. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, no, Prince Philip. Yeah, Prince Philip. Oh, yeah, I know what he's doing. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, he was also, <laughs> Prince Philip. I think was also a Nazi, but like oh, an actual Nazi. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Like yeah. his like his sisters couldn't come to the wedding because they were married to Nazis. Yeah, like that's kind of like yeah. when you think about it, like when you look at the royals. It's not like gossip drama. It's no. just like, oh, like, like what they've done now. It's like, oh, this one like agrees with the eradication of an entire people. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> right. It's not like cute. <laughs> right. But look at the crown and scepter. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, look at this guy. Like, oh, he can't sweat and he ruins so many children. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of like, that's not like kind of like, oh, but they get 250 million pounds a week. So, right. <sighs> what would you do with 100, 250 million pounds a week? Nothing, which is why they do the same. Exactly. Uh, to be fair, yeah. Uh, speak, well, I guess I can kind of lead to the next one. So the next American thing that we started to see be more popular here in, in Europe as well is Halloween. How, how, what do you think about Halloween? Uh, I think it's a cool concept. I like how the Americans do it because mm. like, you guys like, actually get properly dressed up yeah. into that i also can't stand scary things really uh, like i scary films can't stand them i've got an overactive imagination that uh, me. the idea of going into a haunted house like where people are jumping out at you with knives and like all this kind of stuff just honestly just sounds unpleasant mm. I'm um, very jumpy, so I agree with you on all that. And I don't know that it's necessarily like the origins, I think, were also, you know, I think other places had Halloween to a degree, but the American capitalist uh, really yeah. put Halloween yep. everywhere. Yep. And uh, I don't know. I think it's a little overrated. I think it's extremely overrated. Yeah. Like it's growing up, I hated Halloween because oh, yeah. it's, it's rain cold. or you snow, mean it's cold. Uh, like it's, it's a. <laughs> Uh, so like Halloween, you'd have two costumes, one for school, your nice one, and then a crappy one to go out trick or treating. I don't even like candy that much. Like I'm basically getting candy for like my parents to eat. I yeah, overrated. Like the parties are fun, but like it's overrated. Yeah, in London, it's just an excuse for all the roadmen to go out and just start vandalizing stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, like there's everyone's wearing a mask, so you can just like fuck with people. Yeah, yeah. I guess overrated. UK, uh, fish and chips, overrated or underrated? I mean. Personally, it's not it's not my favorite uh, dish, uh, but I'd say probably I don't want to insult anybody, but a little bit overrated. I will fight you. Okay, <laughs> okay. I had a feeling that that was gonna. You know, I mean, I think it's probably just my, uh, you know, not for my palate. I think yeah. it's good. Um, I think it's okay. I do love a good. Yeah. I, I I love a good fish and chips. I think it's yeah. You usually do get properly that. rated, and then I do love like meeting a British person mm -hmm. and being like, "Oh, there's a proper chippy down the road," and like that's. Oh, but this is a thing for us as well. It's like there's so many fish and chip shops like around, mm. but you got to get a good one. Yeah. Like, like if you've gone, you could you can as an American or as an uh, outsider or a foreigner, foreigner or um, one of the unwelcomes as we call them, <laughs> um, you can go anywhere and get fish and chips, but you got to get like. A proper fish and chip like yeah. there's one place that, in your area that will just do it better and i don't know how they do it better they just do the batter tastes nicer somehow the mm -hmm. fish feels fresher the mm -hmm. chips feel like they're the perfect level of crispy versus like kind of squishy um I just yeah. it's easy to mess up right like i feel like fish I think it's because it's, it's so simple that's why it's so yeah. easy to mess up yeah. because if you do it's very noticeable because yep. you can't hide it under a million and one spices no, no. and flavors or anything like that it's just you fucked it, mate. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of things that are are possible to screw up, but uh, also really easy and very simple, it's just uh, the idea of huga, a Danish thing. Um, I don't necessarily. Uh, I think maybe the context of this is more like: is it just over discussed and talked about, and done? maybe not overrated? Because I think we all know, like, when you actually achieve huga, it's nice. 
Yeah, the thing is, like, it's, the, it's the concept of like feeling comfortable in your mm -hmm. environment. Yeah. Like, I do like how people's homes here are really built around being like, yeah. girl, really like, yeah. it's something that's welcoming that when you come home, you feel safe and relaxed and all that. Because again, in Britain, we don't necessarily have the same kind of concept. Like, obviously, your home is your home, yeah. but people will not disrespect their homes, but it's not uncommon uncommon for someone to just have their home be a place where they sleep. Yeah. yeah. I, there's no decorations. Yeah. It's like super basic. We like in London, at least I can't speak for all of the UK, but like houses are pretty small. Yeah. Uh, you finish work, you probably go straight to the pub or do some type of after work activity. And because everything closes pretty early, it means that you kind of stay out all night, go to restaurants or mm -hmm. all that lot, see your friends. And then at the end of the night, you go home, just go straight to bed and just... That's, that's it. Yeah. So your house isn't really... It's not that big a deal if your sofa's not very nice and you haven't got candles or mm -hmm. a vibe. So I do... I understand why the Danish are so proud of this aspect of their life because it's... It's pretty good. It's something yeah. they've gotten really yeah. right. Like, really right. And I, and I agree with that. I think the one funny thing is how much Huga has become, like, the main societal export from Denmark. Mm. Like, in the U.S., I can tell you every winter, every morning TV show is going to be talking about, like, how do you Huga? Yeah. Like, the amazing Danish concept of Huga. It's always like, a fluff piece that comes out exactly. around, like, November, December that's on, like, Good Morning America. And, oh, Huga, the Danish are so happy because of Huga. And it's like, no, they're happy if you just leave them alone and stop talking about this thing <laughs> just just leave it be it's properly rated yeah. i think it's over discussed by other other <laughs> like, other we don't need oprah analyzing <laughs> it just, and like selling huga baskets that I are just, just like this like indulged. image in my head of like oprah just asking some guy called like anna so what yeah. like, like so anna like how do you huger like how do you is like double like like oprah came to denmark and did like a whole <laughs> thing <laughs> so that video Exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another one from the U.S. So you, we know that you do enjoy chicken. How about buffalo wings? What do you think about buffalo wings? Um, uh, I don't really know what buffalo wings are. <laughs> oh. Like, I mean, like, uh, I just aren't they just like kind of like chicken wings? It's just spicy yeah. chicken wings. Yeah. And I, so I mean, like, they're nice. Um, I mean, I love all types of chicken wings. Uh, I I don't discriminate amongst um. I don't discriminate amongst the type of wings mm. that are served or that I order. I give fair and even chance to all types of wings from all <laughs> types of cultures and places. I want to live in a world where buffalo wings and hot and spicy uh, can be served on the same plate to anyone mm. and just be enjoyed by a family. I, know? I love that. I love that vision of a future world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see spice. Oh, the only spice I have in my kitchen is flour. <laughs> <laughs> I have to defend. I should defend the buffalo wing. I agree. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think buffalo wings are great. I think that. Um, but they're they're properly rated. I don't know. Yeah, yeah they're good. It is, it's, and then you are. It's, it's my proper, family in Buffalo. It's a so delicacy from where I'm yeah. from. So it's also we take pride. in I don't it. think like it's overhyped, but I, think I don't think it's overhyped. Uh, but it's like yeah. a good a good buffalo wing. It's like a, like, like like fish and chips. Like a good one. Like it's fantastic. Yeah. I am kind of disappointed they're not actually made from buffalo. So <laughs> no, no, literally kind of cool. It's named after the the town. Not the animal. So. Oh, is that why they're called yeah, buffalo wings? Yeah. Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was wondering, like, because when I was young, I was like, buffalo wings. Like, buffaloes don't have, have wings. No. Like, what are we eating? Yes. Which yeah. is, <laughs> yes, third, third, third rate chicken. But yes. <laughs> Next one, uh, Stonehenge. Uh, I Stonehenge is about twenty five miles outside the centre of London. I was born and raised in London. I don't think I've ever been. Yeah. Just because it's 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 rocks in a field, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
I don't. I mean, it was in one of the Marvel movies where they yeah. were like saying, like, what does it stand for? Like, how did they move these like uh, these these big rocks from whales? And it's just like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, whether or not how they did it is not really important. They're just rocks. Yeah, like, that's not what makes them boring. It's a also, circle. They're barely even still up. Like people go like, oh, they're still standing. Kind, kind of. of. They, they yeah. put them back up. Yeah, like. exactly. Like you're not allowed to touch them. How stable can it be if you're not allowed <laughs> right. to touch it? Yeah, I would give that an overrating too. Like, yeah. you don't even know what it's for. You don't know what it does. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I think right. it's just. I, I agree, it's overrated. Like, yeah. it's like okay, it's a cultural thing, but man. there is a song about it that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's called Stonehenge by uh, Ilvis, which is a Norwegian band. Oh. Uh, I think it's Ilvis, um, and that it is a beautiful song. It's, yeah. it's it's really really the song. The song underrated. underrated. <laughs> it should be more famous, and Ilvis itself should be way bigger than they are. Okay, um, but the actual place up. Uh, Definitely overrated. overrated. Mm. Yeah. Well, one uh, Danish one that uh, you know you can decide is uh, winter bathing. So <laughs> overrated, underrated, or properly Over rated? Overrated. It's friggin' cold. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, oh, it improves your circulation. Whatever else, it's friggin' cold. I personally really enjoy it. Do you? Yeah. I really. Yeah. really I, I. So for a few reasons. Um. One, I think the Danes have really stumbled upon something, and maybe it's just that the reason why winter bathing is so good is because if you do it in the morning, mm. no matter what happens that day, it can't get worse. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's a safeguard. For I the love rest it. Of the you day. If you start your day with a trauma, it can only get exactly. better. Exactly. Like imagine this. Like imagine you step out your house, and the first mm. thing that happens is you're hit by a car. Like right. honestly, it's only right. up from there. Right. right. You know. It's like, like wake up. Stub your toe on purpose, boom, boom. The rest of the day, that's why. Like in the morning, I get my girlfriend to just punch me square in the <laughs> You know, because no matter what, like it's gonna yeah. get better. Exactly, like it's gonna get better. Also, like it's kind of one. I do like the even if there are no physical effects, I quite like the kind of mental discipline mm. of just being like oh, I'm forcing myself to do something that I don't really <laughs> want to do, right. and could kill me, and could kill me. Um, but like, I feel like the only way to really feel alive is to feel close to death, you know? like You make a point. Again, this is a society descended from Vikings. It kind of makes sense in that it respect. Does. It does. Respect. Although I do feel like I used to, where I used to live, I used to work out um, by this uh, kayak hotel, which is like, you know, by the waterfront, oh, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, and there's this, like this outdoor gym and all that. Lot. And right next to there is a bit where you can just swim in the water. Mm -hmm. I would see people swimming there in like February mm -hmm. when it's so cold. <laughs> and what I don't understand is that when they get out of the water, it would take them so long to dry. Just get in, get out, and leave. Like you don't yeah. have to like hang around. You no, know, no. It's, that's it's, the only way it's I not can do pleasure. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like bragging. Imagine like someone uh, like, who does like marathons and then just talks about it all the time. Yes. Like if you do it, do it. Fine. It's hard. Well done. But like if if you're gonna do it, shut up. It right. is like just... CrossFit, veganism, oh, winter bathing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, the plus side about winter bathing, though, is that if someone does do it, is that you can actually just follow them and just hold them under the water. <laughs> and, then if, they, and then you never have to hear about it. Well, the thing is, also, if they die, people will be like, oh, he got cold shock, and that's how it happened. Like, right, it's the perfect murder. As long as no one sees you do it, because it's usually pretty public. <laughs> also that, yes. Well, some people might say that the English language is overrated. Just a form of communication that binds us all together. And we do speak the same language, but sometimes we're not saying the, the same thing. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> no. So having an American-British friendship can, um, can drive you mad or make you mad. And those are entirely different things. I feel like we get more pissed about it than you guys do. Probably. Just because, like, it's like little things. Like, you'll say, like, um, oh, what do you say? You call it squash? Yeah. And I call it, like, a courgette. 
Oh, oh an aubergine. Uh, yeah, aubergine. Eggplant. Yeah, aubergine. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's an aubergine. Uh, I mean, I guess eggplant <laughs> also makes... So my biggest one is actually fall and autumn. Yeah. Because mm. like, we yeah. call it awesome from the Latin autumnus, mm. and you call it fall because... Shit leaf, falls. Yeah, leaf fall down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leaf fall down. <laughs> leaff fall down good. Yeah, one thing that annoys me is that like so many of your cities are named after our yeah. cities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, someone's like, oh, I'm from Oxford. And I'm like... No, you're not. Like when you say like, I'm from Oxford, it's like no. Oxford is like just outside of London. It's about fifty miles away. Your accent does not sound like you're from Oxford. Also, you look poor. Like, <laughs> quite frankly, people from Oxford really aren't. No. It's because I don't know if you know this, but we used to be you. <laughs> so <laughs> that's no, why. <laughs> no. Americans always say they're like, no. oh, I'm Irish or I'm Scottish. Yeah. No one ever goes, <laughs> no, oh, I'm English. I'm English. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the heritage we don't claim is yeah, the British. Yeah, you never find people saying they're. No, they're, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny how that is. Like, it is like the, the base of everything, and almost nobody in the U.S. will be like, "I'm British," no. "I'm English." No, it's <laughs> it doesn't happen. It's kind of funny how that. Like, it, everyone says it's like at your Brexit. How everyone discovered they had like an Irish granny, so you can go get a passport. Fine, yeah. Same sort of thing where everyone's like, "I guess I'm Irish." Now we're claiming, like, yeah. To be honest, I do the same. Like my mom was adopted, um, but the biological family we found a couple years ago, they descend from Cornwall and Ireland. And so, like now, I claim the Irish side. Yeah, ah, sure. like, that is so much better. Yeah, um, and you never know when you'll need that passport. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Also, my name is Ira, which is spelled I R A. So, oh, uh, you fit right mm, in. You know, up the ra. How the Irish name? <laughs> <laughs> essentially, the most Irish. Name. <laughs> right. But yeah, some other uh, some other sort of uh, phrases and words that maybe are American slang that mm. uh, can confuse British. Uh, yeah, people that speak British English is going to be how we figure out if you guys are going to stay BFF. So yeah. what I'll do okay. in, in this round is mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give Ira an American slang mm -hmm. phrase, term, mm -hmm. word. And then Mike, it doesn't matter if he gets it right or not, but mm -hmm. we do want to hear what he thinks it is. It matters that you can predict whether or not he's going to know <laughs> the meaning mm -hmm. of the word. That. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's defend the BFF. Let's defend let's it. Defend it. I've got five words. Let's see if you can get three. Mm -hmm. So the first one is uh, one that I think confuses a lot of Brits. Uh, mm -hmm. It's the word fanny pack. Fanny pack. Ira knows what an American is talking about if they're talking about a fanny pack. I think Ira will get this one. Yeah, yeah. it's the bum bag. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's also that word in particular, fanny versus bum, because to us, a fanny is obviously a vagina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when me and my brother were about I don't know, like 12 years old or something like that, we were watching Fairy Odd Parents or Fairly oh. Odd Parents. And there's this scene, I just remember this so clearly because both of us looked at each other like, what? Because um, <laughs> there's this guy called Croco. He has a fishing rod and it's got a fork on the end. And hes I don't know what he's doing, but he ends up getting the principal and he reels her in. And then she comes into shot and she turns around and she goes, Croker, why is there this fork in my fanny? And <laughs> we both looked at each other like, where did he just hit her? <laughs> I can imagine that causes a lot of yes, yeah, confusion. Lot of confusion. Did you know that that's what a fanny was? I did was? not. Okay, yeah, I learned this. I didn't know researching that. this because American slang like fanny's a butt. Fanny's a yeah. butt. Yeah, so same as a bum bag. So a fanny pack is a yeah, yeah a it's bum bag. Same word. We just we use bum instead of fanny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, I've got a few friends who use the bum instead of a fanny. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> don't knock it to try it. <laughs> All right, uh, second one. <laughs> Move on from that. <laughs> Move on from that. Okay. Uh, yeah, the second one. How about the word dip? Dip? Like, yeah. I'm going to guess yes. I think yes. Dip. All right. So to me, if, if I say I'm a dip, that means I'm going to run away. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's got something to do with tobacco. Okay. Really good. Uh, yeah. I was looking for like dip. Like, yeah, we're going to leave. Like, run oh, away. Oh, yeah. 
But uh, that's a really good one because yeah, dip you is go, also what you dip put is what, in yeah. here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as like a chewing tobacco. Well, and also it's funny because there's uh, two like uh, brands of chewing tobacco. One that's pretty popular is called Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the other is called Skoll. <laughs> Okay. So oh, it's, it's like it's like the it's, it's like it's almost like snooze, I think. Yeah. So it's like uh. I guess they just yeah. I don't know. It, but yeah, American chewing tobacco yeah. has a lot of Danish American tobacco like, yeah, bro. I was just like in Copenhagen, they like get their tobacco and then they just like put it in their mouth, right? It's like, oh like oh, try that. What should we like, call it? Yeah, dip, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else are you gonna call it, man? Like it's call it Copenhagen school. Yeah. Okay, the next one, um four one one. Uh I think it's been enough songs in media. I think you'll get this one too. Uh, here's the actual thing. So, so the four one one. I've heard it so much, but no one's ever actually explained it to me. Mm. From context, I think it's about uh, information. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's the four one one one? The four one one play. But I, I don't actually know because it could also be like a highway. Yeah, <laughs> it probably is. Probably to be is honest, too. Yeah. But it is information, and the origin of it is it's so when back when everyone had house phones. Like if you typed in four one one, you could call information to talk yeah. to like an operator if you want to find out like what's the address of this blah blah blah. Business yeah, it's usually to else. get like it, it's it was almost like having an operator that could read you. Uh, do you remember phone books? Like it was basically yeah. like like the I yellow was born pages. Born in '94. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, does anybody remember those? <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. So basically, I, I'm just picturing that it was just like some operator with a phone book in front of right. him, him and or like, her and you just called and said yeah, I need to, I need to call a plumber like yeah, give me I, a number or if like you didn't know your friend's phone number you could just mm-hmm. <laughs> on the house phone that feels call. like so stalkerish yeah right. being like oh, if there's a girl at school that you like or a guy at school that you like and you're just like yo like uh, I don't have his number but um 411 <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. hey like just, just just give me the digits in it you know yeah, I'm going to I'm going to call her again she keeps changing her number but I'm going to need the updated version you know <laughs> right that's well, it. and then you could pay to get an unlisted number so then like that's... they wouldn't give you they wouldn't give your number out so eventually uh, you could do that uh, yeah. see that's why you got to go for the poor ones because they yeah. can't afford they, they can't, can't afford, afford it. that yeah, yeah exactly you know? The other funny one was the uh, there's a whole bunch of like little code things. If you did star six nine, oh, yeah. so star sixty nine was calling back the number that just called you before. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that one. So if you missed it and you didn't pick up the phone, or like maybe you're on dial up internet or something and you didn't get that last call come in, right? You could star yeah, sixty nine and yeah. Well, that's three. But let, let's hear the other two just to yeah, run just through to it, see. Run through How about uh, one? Very, yeah, very impressive. Yeah, way to go. Well, the 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 next one would be flaky. Do you think I will know what flaky means? I think you in know American what flaky means. We use this one. Oh, you well, do too. Whereas okay. that a flaky is someone who doesn't show up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're like, oh, he's such a flake, man. Like it's yep. just. I think I think one of the problems here is that like we get so much of your media mm-hmm. that yeah, it's just I think there's no sort of this we just use anyway. Yeah. yeah, it just kind of like, gets adopted in. Like, there's nothing yeah. sacred. Do we have anything of our own? No, no. no. But what's funny, I will say this. There's something I've only really learned living in, in Europe is that how much of like US stuff has made it over here. Yeah. But like how many, especially like British artists and TV and things like that never made it to the States. And so I hear people talk about, like the classic one is like Robbie Williams. Like, oh yeah. He never really, like he's known in the US, but he was yeah. nowhere near as big as he is in, in the UK or something else. And it's like- I thought he was a worldwide type thing, but like, that's again, cause I'm British. He was right. like- He was the biggest thing. Sure. I don't think like we, like, and I know the reputation of Americans of like, oh, we think our culture is everything. We think the world revolves around us. Like, that's not true. We don't <laughs> expect that people will know these things. But they do in like Europe and yeah. Africa, Asia, wherever. Like we just don't think these things are. We don't think of these things as worldwide. Of course, like Marvel and that kind of thing. Yeah. Nobody's shocked at that. But we, I, I, how much American culture does mm. 
exist way out of it. Yeah, that's like we don't. The average American doesn't expect that or think that. No, no. But it just it, it does amaze me how much it shows up here. Yeah. News culture. Like, yeah. even, what about vice versa in terms of like? Do you know? Do you know what Cockney rhyming slang is? I've heard of it. So like, I if I said like, ah, oh, let's have a butch, what would you think that means? Let's have a butch. Yeah. Like a a burger, maybe? No, but uh, so how it works is that you've got two words. Uh, the second word rhymes, and you use the first one. So a butcher's oh. hook means look. So have a butcher that is like, have a look at that. Or I like, smash him on his boat. Boat race face. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh wow. Okay. That is a whole... That's complex. I, yeah. I need, that, makes, uh... that, that makes Danish sound simple. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was created in East London in like yeah. the prisons and all that. Oh. So I think it is intentionally meant to be yeah. a little bit confusing. So you went from like iambic pentameter to <laughs> yes, <laughs> like rhyming cockney slang. rhyming slang? <laughs> like literally like the what the Brits did is that when we got arrested, we were like, oh, we're going to create a slang term. But obviously we've got to base it on rhyming because obviously we're good with our words. Correct. It's like, going to be a little bit posh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have some class. <laughs> That's great. Well, um, you're already BFS, but we'll just throw it out. What if, uh, what if I said we got to table it? Do you think I will know? I think what so. I mean by that? Ta- table it? Like, we need to table it. Oh, uh, we'll deal with this later. Yeah. 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 Just like, throw it on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Table it. I was told that in, in British English, that could be confusing because it could potentially, tabling something might mean we're bringing it up right now. Am I oh, wrong? to be honest, that would work. Like, if you said that, like, oh, all right, okay. let's table this discussion. Well, you can say, let's table this discussion for later. Sure. Yep. Um, well, you, I guess you could also say, like, let, let's table this discussion now. Hmm. And then, ah. be like, all right, let's, let's deal with okay, this. Okay, so you can it's, use it interchangeably. Yeah. I think so, I mean, it just I'm, depends I'm, on the reference of how I you're think using so. it. Okay. That context would change it. Because mm. I think it's, I, I'm thinking, like, it's like, you know, Robert's rules. Like, like, when you're doing, like, running, like, meetings, like, official, like, government-type meetings, like, to table something is to put it on the table, I think. Mm. But then, in, like, normal slang is to take it on. I guess maybe it's the same way in, yeah. in American. English. It's tabled, it's off the table. It's off the table, it's on the it's table. Under, under the, the table. table. It's Okay, well, we're going to table this game for now. Obviously, you guys stay BFFs, and we'll... <laughs> <laughs> we'll table the episode as well. But Ira, thank you so much for, for joining us in the thank studio. Thank you so much for having me. It's yeah. been really, really fun. I'm really, glad really you had a good time. So we had a blast. And we're BFFs. We are BFFs. So we won the podcast. Cool. Yeah. And b- besides KFC, uh, where can we where can we look for you in Copenhagen, online, on social uh, media? I'm all about these streets. You know, like, man, shots, like, on a daily biz. Like, you know, I'm just out <laughs> here, like, cooking my ting. Like, you know, like, no, um, actually, the best place to find me, um, one, social media. Mm-hmm. Ira Sylvester official added the official myself because oh. I don't need no blue tick That's and right. I don't have one and I refuse to pay for it. Yeah, good. Um, idea. If you're in the Copenhagen area and you're looking for a really fun time, then come down to No Stress Bar every second Wednesday where we have an open mic uh, show. That's also on my Insta. You remember the show that you guys came down to? It was called Here We Are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a month, we're going to be doing a showcase of mm-hmm. like the best English speaking talent in stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also called Here We Are, mm-hmm. uh, and the first one is going to be on the 10th of November with uh, Jeff Jefferson Bond and Abby Wamba, ah. and I think Abby was on this podcast. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, so they're going to be the first two, but it's really exciting, and it's a two-hour show in total. I'll do 15 minutes, half an hour, 15-minute break. I do another 15 minutes, they do half an hour, end of show. Um, every month, uh, Knock Knock Comedy Club, follow me on Insta. Do it. Fantastic. He's fantastic. Yeah. All right, we'll see you. We'll see you on the stage and around the city. (laughs) Thanks, Ira. Thanks. Thank you very much.